was getting into it, Miss Bell. I heard that. I was really singing with that dude, man. You were. He's my favorite star. That he song. Li- he what? sounds a lot like you. Yeah. If I was on drugs. <laughs> that song, Live by Faith. I hear it's available on online digital retailers. Well, you heard correctly, because it is. It is? on. Is it on Amazon? Yes. Uh, is it on um, iTunes? Uh, yes. Can I get it on Napster? I don't know about Napster. Yeah, you can. You can okay, get it on Napster. well, there you have it. Can you stream it on Spotify? Yes, you can. Oh, you can hear it on YouTube. If you just type in Mesquite Cafe, the, 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 the project's name Mesquite Cafe. That's the project name. Hear it there. Get it. Put it on your phone. Blast it over your neighborhood speakers, man. Let the cops come out and tell you to turn it down, man. That's what it's about. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, what day is it? It's Flag Day. No, yesterday was Flag Day. I don't know. I'm confused. Trump's birthday was today or yesterday, or was it the day before? I don't know. Anyway. That's your thing. The military also had a birthday, I think, yesterday. Well, I'm not sure. Well, today is June 15th, 2018, Freedom Friday. Well, is it our birthday? <sighs> not mine. Okay. Mine was in April. All right. Well, nothing to celebrate then. Nothing to celebrate then. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. We got some horrible stories, as oh. usual. <laughs> because uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, the life you live, the, the Matrix, this whole phony society that the fallen ones created it's collapsing oh big time. before your very eyes it's just like falling apart absolutely amazing i laugh because it's so amazing um and i mean you know what i mean i, I shouldn't complain about this because the bible said the god of this world would blind you know the vast majority of people <laughs> you know they're blinded so it's it's silly to complain about that but so many they're just asleep. Yeah. They're just wandering around like a big juggernaut, you know, bouncing off the walls, living life, you know, just chasing sports teams around, just doing stuff. Um, you know, if you're younger, you're addicted to social media. If you're older, you're addicted to uh, you know, gambling and booze and uh you're just totally asleep and it what's going on around us is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Even here local, you know, our local politics, you know, I, I like following that stuff and, um, you know, reading the comments people make about mm-hmm. certain issues. And uh, it, it's just amazing, you know, because it's like every little small city in, in America. We got these uh, liberal uh, libtards that are trying to come in, you know, funded by George Soros or um, Bloomberg, you know, they always try to take away your guns or your rights or, you know, slowly, you know, enslave you. But it's amazing how many people fall for this and yeah. they think it's a good idea and they support these these things and they just don't they don't think, Ms. Capow. That's true. They don't think beyond the initial layers that they see. They they don't they don't dig deeper and they don't think beyond it like, huh, huh, you know, what could be the what could be the consequences of this? It, it's just absolutely amazing how clueless uh many 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 people are and um it's like i, I want to get a t-shirt that just says i'm surrounded by idiots except there's there's like so many idiots no one would read it and get it anyway 
Mm-mm. But um, you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about because you're listening to Freedom Friday. So you're going. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm awake, or I wouldn't be listening to this show. I listen to this show because, well, I'm awake. I'm awake, and <laughs> you talk about, uh, you know, the crazy stuff and you know where we're at. So we got some crazy stories. We're going to open up talking about this convicted sex offender that was rearrested. Oh, but it's man. it's not so much about the the crime of um, child pornography that uh, he did. It's how the guy uh, looks in his picture. I know it sounds bizarre. You know why would I be talking about why why a guy looks? But there's a reason he looks a certain way that Miss Capal found out because the article didn't address it. But um, it's one of those things. Uh, we'll try to explain it to you because when I first saw this, it was just absolutely amazing. But it's one of those things you have to go to. Um, our Facebook yeah, page. You can't describe it. Yeah, you have to go to uh, Fifth Hook Media, our Facebook page, Facebook slash Fifth Hook Media, to see a picture of this guy. Because the picture uh, of the pedophile is is really worth your time. It's mm-hmm. un- just uh, quite, quite shocking. It is. Very uh, shocking. Then we're going to talk about this uh, weird light in the sky that... Uh, they're trying to say it was a missile launch or something like that. And it, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, even though the military says we don't even have a missile base here. But the thing is, is once again, you know, clueless people, the majority are asleep. These kind of phenomenons are happening everywhere. everywhere. Uh, if they would just kind of wake up and maybe watch something besides mainstream TV, you know, um, just go on YouTube and look what, look what some of these other people are putting up that are following earth changes and weather weather patterns and things like that. There's a lot of independent pictures of very weird sky phenomena. Mm-hmm. And I just, I uh, was able to capture something on my phone the other day. Yes. Right here, right here where we live in Mesquite. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, you know, you're driving, this happens to me. It happens to Miss Capal. You just drive it and you look up and you see something looks weird. And it's almost like you're compelled to stop and take a picture of it. And when that happens, I just do. Because something weird usually shows up in it. And that's what she did. She pulled over and took a picture of these strange clouds. And the day before, I had filmed a bunch of chemtrails over our city. Mm-hmm. There was just dozens. From the time I got up in the morning till a, you know late afternoon, there was planes crisscrossing the sky. Mm-hmm. So I filmed some of that. I was going to post that, but I just I forgot. And uh, so anyway, it was the day after all these chemtrails that uh, these clouds were really strange looking and fluffy. But what she noticed is this weird uh, blue light uh, emanating from within the clouds. And when she went to take a picture of that, um, this uh, rainbow swirly looking thing, you know, shows up to the left. And of course, once you take pictures of things like that and then you analyze it, you know, you see faces (laughs) everywhere and demonic faces and um you know everywhere in these things what i like to do is take these pictures and throw them through a couple of uh photo filters filters. Mm -hmm. yeah i like to invert them and see if what you can see when you invert them or uh, x-ray type of filter you know night vision that kind of a thing and uh sometimes some very weird things pop up but anyway there there's all kinds of people globally taking pictures and video and recording sky sounds all over the place. So the mainstream media, you know, they're not, they're just not aware of this stuff. And people that only, you know, watch Fox and CNN and stuff like that, they have no idea. So anyway, 
We'll talk about that. The, uh, we're going to talk about these uh, homeless people uh, in Oregon and mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the Pacific Northwest. There's so Northwest. many of them now. And, they're, and, and these, these ones are unique because they're voluntarily homeless and they're young, able-bodied people. They want to be homeless. Uh, they want to be fed and taken care of. It's just a huge, huge issue there on the uh, west yeah. coast. It's huge. Uh, and then this poor woman, uh, we'll talk about this poor woman who uh, offered a guy some Gatorade and got mm. got hurt for it. No good deed goes unpunished when you're dealing with demons. And then some good California road rage. Mm. Show you how people are falling down. Like yeah, that, like you that have movie. To be careful. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you know, just, it's, it's just unfortunate. You can't be the good Samaritan. No. Um, all the time. You know what I mean? You have to be very cautious. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know where people are at anymore uh, because the civilization really has, you know, it's just broke down and it's continuing to breaking down. It's crazy. So you have a good scripture of encouragement, Miss Bell. I have good scriptures. Yeah. Um. John 3.20 says, For everyone that doeth evil hates the light, and neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Then Proverbs 5.20-23 through 23 says, For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. His own iniquity shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. He shall die without instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. Wow. The word of the Lord. All right, before we get on the news, let's take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. All right. Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you all. God bless you all. It really is quite a uh, book. I know I keep saying that, but it really is. Um, first part of the book is what we went through after a great dosage of bewitching and haunting and demonic activity in our haunted little house and haunted little lives. Took years, really years to recover. Did it not, Mr. Capel? Yes, 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 yes. Years, but we learned a lot. And yeah, was, we did. <laughs> we learned a whole lot. And there was no sense of letting that uh, knowledge just go to waste. So we decided to be very candid and open. Five years after the incident, it took that long to kind of settle down and kind of get your like maturity together, really. Um, and we decided to write about it. The second half of the book is um, training manual, basically everything we did to train ourselves spiritually in discernment and in spiritual warfare to deal with demonic attacks in our personal life. And I'll tell you the way the world is right now and the unleash of the portals and the unleash of the return of the gods, the Nephilim mm. are here. They are here folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll hear a lot of people talk about it's coming. It's going to be like the days of Noah. No, 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 no. It is the days of Noah. It is just like the days of Noah. Yes. And the things that you're watching that you think are a newscaster or a celebrity or a talk show horse, those things, many of them are not real. They're not fully human. I know. You're going, oh, you know, you got your tinfoil hat on. I'm telling you, they're mixed. They're hybrid. They're everywhere. 
I, I watch, as many of you know, I'm a drummer. So I watch a lot of drummer videos. I watch, um, I take drum lessons online. I, I stay on top of a lot of the drum stuff. And there are children <laughs> that come out of nowhere now. And they're ranked like number 500 in the world. Mm-hmm. Their skill level's incredible. And they can't be more than 16 or 17 years old. Um, they don't have famous drummer fathers. They didn't go to. Well, even if they did, that's really, I don't think the point, the point is that they play like they were born with sticks in their hands. They have no, um, no personality. There's no life in their eyes and they're just like, um, robotic. Yeah. Incredible. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's just like in the old days, in the old universe, athletes took anabolic steroids to genetically change their bodies, to genetically, at the cellular level, um, give them <clears throat> strength and performance and endurance and muscles to perform better in their sport. Uh, that was a big thing. Bodybuilders have been doing it for years for that advantage. Um, and I don't think I have to tell anybody, you know, in a professional world of bodybuilding, there's no such thing as natural <laughs> bodybuilding, right? You know, it's all chemical and stuff, but they it's come to a new level where there's actually there's a mixture. And I, I'm not kidding you. They're, mm-hmm. they're here. It is the return of the Nephi. It mm-hmm. is a mixture between the fallen angel and the human genome. It, they are all around you. And um, the, the, there's some that are just there to deceive and get you the wrong way. And there's others to actually enslave you and oppress you more and things like that. There is only one way out of this. There's only one way to have your eyes opened and see it and know that there's only one way out, you know, and that's not through religion. All right. All right. How'd I get started on that? I have no idea how I got there, but anyway, demons in my marriage bed. I think it was the commercial. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, the book is it's, it's our, that's what it was. It's our testimony on spiritual warfare to training up. And that's what I'm saying. Today, more than ever, you really need it. You really need it. I, I'm saying, I'm really telling you this. It's not expensive. As you, you know, we didn't write it so we can make money. We have to sell it because you got to pay off the, you got to pay the cost. I couldn't distribute it. Amazon ain't going to distribute it for free. Mm-hmm. You know, quit being cheap. Anyway, uh, then we're going to talk about some, va- you know, we talked about the, the crusties, the vagrants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. Okay. Um, I think... Let's talk about this uh, this sex offender, Ms. Powell. Yes. Well, this sex offender was arrested uh, allegedly for possessing child pornography. And he's been arrested before and uh, for the same thing. Well, he's big time, too. He's not just... Yeah. This guy was arrested in Arkansas uh, about a week ago for uh, possessing child pornography uh, his name is Joshua Glenn Box. He's 35 of Lafayette or Lafayetteville. Mm. Uh, I think that's in Louisiana, no? It, you know, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. That's oh, where he was Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was indicted by a federal grand jury on June 5th for four counts of receiving material which involved the sexual exploitation of a minor and one count of possessing material involving the sexual exploitation of a minor with the victim being younger than 12. Mm. 
I guess he had a whole bunch of it. The uh, Washington County Sheriff's Office back in May had published a notice on their Facebook page to everybody uh, informing them that this guy, Mr. Box, was a level two sex offender and he had moved into the uh, area. And in uh, 2015, he was arrested for the same thing and he had thousands of images and videos. In fact, he had uh, 2,500 pictures and 450 videos. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. And they placed him in the thing they call a classification level. That meant he could possibly offend again. In other words, yeah. he was back. So he's back. He was back in society. They arrest him again. But what makes uh, this story in itself is sick, right? You mm-hmm. know, he was this thirty-year-old something weirdo um, with thousands and thousands of images of children that he's using for sexual uh, pleasure. Mm-hmm. But the what caught my eye is the guy's picture. Yeah. It's absolutely horrifying. Horrifying and stunning when you see this guy's picture. And it's not just because he's demon possessed. No. Um, it's he's disfigured, he's basically. Di- yeah. I mean, really, really bad. The guy has no nose. He's got these huge, huge glasses, um, scarring on his face. Um, and then he has one of those, um, how do you say it? The tacky. T- Oh, uh, trichotomy, yeah. like a, a voice box. A voice box. Looks like he has something like that there. Yeah. No lips, a, a mm-hmm. no nose. I guess it's the no nose. You can just tell his, he almost looked like a really bad burn victim. Or... Yeah. But he wasn't burned. He no. tried to commit suicide with a um, um, firearm. And apparently all he was managed to do was shoot his face off, literally. Yeah. And so there you have it. And that's why he looks the way he does. Uh, then Ms. Kapow found pictures of him the way he looked before. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that looks like a female. Yeah. And it looked like a, a female. So I don't know if this guy's really a guy uh, or a female to be a guy or if he was a guy that looked like a female. Anyway, he was very unhappy in his little demonic life. Tried to kill himself, but uh, death eluded him. Yep. So here he is walking through life with a you know a voice box, no nose, no lips, totally freaked out, and mm. um, he's and so uh, he's gone into seclusion because of the way he looks. Yeah. So, and he likes porn, but uh, he was doing porn before he shot himself. He yeah, doing- he he told the courts that he was downloading pornography, child pornography, yeah. since he was fifteen. Yeah. So. Yeah, the face thing didn't. Drive him to child porn. He was already no, he a was already that way. Yeah, that's and probably that, why he wanted to commit suicide because he was a yeah creep, uh, demon possessed. Yeah, that's that's you know they're they're cruel they're cruel masters, folks. Mm. You know, oh, and suicide boy. Woo, it's a big topic right now, right? Because Anthony Bourdain and, and then Spade. Spade, you know, oh, celebrity suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, have you folks looked at, you know, uh, at Anthony Bourdain and his uh, red witch uh, girlfriend? What's her name? Uh, Argent sounds like a cheese. Asia Argento. Asia um, Argento. Argento. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Wow. There's some stuff. You know, look that up. Um, there's some stuff. Some research on on these people, especially on her. She's a hardcore what they call red witch. Yeah, um, she's definitely a satanist. Satanist. And so is he, because he couldn't do the things he does. What he no. eats. Yeah, life. If he wasn't some kind of, you know, life beating cobra hearts. Yeah. He just swallowed them like yeah. they were oysters or something. The other thing is, 
He had that little snake tattoo with his ex-wife had the same snake tattoo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who, who puts a snake tattoo on? You, should, you know, matching snake yeah. tattoos. Really? Anyway, it was all on Twitter because Anthony Bourdain whacked himself. You know, come, come on. Really? We're shocked? You know, it's it's... You know, it's a moment of fleeting fame and fortune in a phony world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, you know, you, you can lay up your treasures right here. Yeah. It's not, this is going to last very long. You know? Uh There's a mystery object that was spotted over Wind or Whidbey. Whidbey Island. Whidbey Island. Apparently they think they've solved it, but I doubt it seriously. Because when they first put this out, they tried to say it was some kind of rocket launch. But Whidbey Island had a naval base there, said, we don't even have rocket. We don't even do that. But apparently over a few days, they've now clarified it. And here's the answer to this strange light that was taken by a weather camera, by the way. Mm. It wasn't taken by a human. It was taken in the early morning hours by a weather camera and somebody was going through the weather footage and they see this crazy beam of light mm. through the through the clouds. But of course, this article now says that it's uh, it's solved. There was a mysterious object was spotted by a local photographer over the skies of Whibby, Whibby Island early Sunday morning. And that's in Washington, by the way. Yes, right there on the... Uh, Pacific Coast, huh? Mm-hmm. And it uh, led to a lot of speculation and questions and no solid answers at the time. So this guy uh, was looking through pictures snapped by a weather camera. He spotted this weird photo of this object. It's, it's a light. It's a, it's a very bright beam of light. Mm-hmm. Either going up or going down. I don't know, but it's a bright beam of light where one shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So he spots this, and it was uh, the picture was taken at 3.56 a.m. Sunday morning. High-quality, 20-second exposure camera. It's a bright orange streak in the early morning sky, right over the island. So anyway, he, uh, he was hesitant to release the, f- release the photo because he thought it appeared to be a missile launch from the Naval Air Station at Whidbey mm-hmm. Island. Right? It's a right. naval thing, so I don't want to uh, mess up national security. He See, felt, he someone felt, thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> da, da, do, do. We could be getting attacked, but I don't want to tell anybody. Anyway, he had a, he had a strong uh, feeling it was a missile launch. But Tom Mills, who was a spokes hole for the, for, the, for the island, for the naval base there at Island, said that it was not a missile launch. Da, the, da, da, da. the spokesperson said it wasn't. He says there are no missile launch capabilities on the Navy base at Whidbey Island. And I, I'm going to have to believe him because, number one, he's a spokesman for the for the Navy there, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, would you not be seeing missile launches on a regular basis? Sure. It wouldn't It wouldn't be a unique, ex- mysterious object now, would it? No. That's common sense. Um, he says, in fact, the Navy workers are wondering what it was, too. They saw mm. it. So there's a lot of speculation out there. The guy said, suggesting it could be a lens flare. He says, but it's definitely not a missile launch. We didn't do it. Well, at least it's not Chinese lanterns. No, it wasn't Chinese lanterns. They couldn't put it on that. I don't think they can be a weather balloon. But Cliff, Cliff, 
Mass, who's a professor of atmospheric sciences, mm. right, at Washington, University of Washington. So he knows what he's talking about. He said um, a lot of speculations runs from the thing being photoshopped to a picture of airplanes, really. I guess people don't know what airplanes look like because this is just nothing but a big stream yeah. of light. Yeah, it doesn't look like an airplane. No, okay. So it retards, you know what I mean? Just a sleep sheeple retards. Hey, take it to your airplane. <laughs> I'm, come on. Um, so this guy says it really looks like an ascending missile. But by Wednesday, folks, it appeared the mystery had been solved. Oh. Johnson, whoever that is, I forget, tweeted that a helicopter pilot with the Airlift Northwest Ambulance Service said on Wednesday that his chopper has a searchlight that was pointing straight down when it took off, and that's what left the vertical light in the sky. It was a helicopter light, folks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know. Uh, this morning... The uh, the journalist contacted Airlift to find out if the uh, lights on the helicopter were different in any way. And so he wrote on his uh, weather blog, I got a fairly quick response back from them after they talked with the pilot. Here is the text. They said uh, they were trans transisting from somewhere to somewhere on a standard instrument flight plan, flying in the clouds with night vision goggles. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the searchlight was retracted flush under the nose, but did not switch off and was facing straight down. Great. Well, all you have to do was, it, all, okay, I don't care about all that. Was a helicopter in the air at 356 in the morning? Yeah. That's how, it, if it was in the air at 356 in the morning, it's going to be more credible, but they don't say that it was. He says, so the path of the helicopter matches perfectly. And now that I know the searchlight was in a lockdown position and still on, it makes sense now. Okay. Okay. If you're happy with that. He goes, I never thought it'd be solved like this. What an adventure. I know many folks will vehemently disagree with this assessment, much as I did in the beginning. I hope they do continue to keep searching. Why? For other explanations. But in this case, he says, I'm 99% convinced it's the real solution. I always leave the 1% open. Um, so I don't know, you know, and once again, it's on our Facebook page. You'd be the judge. Does it look like a helicopter flying in this kind of weather? And how come they didn't say we were up in the air at 3.56 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Oh, could be. I don't know. But there are globally all kinds of weather phenomena in the sky and they usually don't make Fox news. This one did. So this one has an explanation. Mm-hmm. Well, Interesting. I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I know what you took a picture of the other day, uh, was not a helicopter. No, it was not. Nope. Uh, cause we don't have no coppers around here. Okay. okay. This, this article is uh, called voluntarily vagrant. Homeless Youth, A Crusty Urban Challenge. I don't like that name, Crusty. They, they call them Crusty Punks, Crusties, yeah. Gutter Punks, Crumb Bums, Dirty Kids. That's that's what uh, the locals there uh, call call these. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. You know? Well, you know how these homeless people, uh, they get real crusty? They don't, yeah. you know, because they haven't bathed and stuff like that. 
I'm just saying this story is important because these people willingly live this way. Mm -hmm. I'm not bagging on people who lost their home, lost their mortgage, or, you know, hit bad times. No. And, you know, don't know where the social services offices are. Um, I'm not bagging on that. These are kids, young adults that want to live this way. Yeah. That's the difference. It says, from the parks of Berkeley to the streets of Brooklyn and in most every large city in between, they have become an almost inescapable part of urban life, known by many names. And I just read you all those names. They call them. They're young adults. They have rejected a more traditional nine to five lifestyle in favor of train hopping, panhandling, and voluntary, voluntary homelessness. To me, it just sounds lazy. Yeah, those are good goals to have. Oh, yeah. Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? A transient? Yeah. I mean, they're wasting all these years of, of you know, try to build wealth and try to build, you know, uh, a plan for themselves. Amazing. Uh, almost kind of reminds me of just being a hippie. Might mm-hmm. just be another name for a hippie. Uh, and while traditionally tolerated by police and urban residents, these transient groups of unshaven and unwashed have been involved in a series of incidents in many years. Yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, they do drugs, a lot of drugs. Uh, they have they have dogs. A lot of them, they just yeah, they I don't walk like around with their that. dogs. Yeah, I would imagine. You know, if you're going to be homeless. No. Yeah, the dog solo. doesn't want to be homeless. Yeah, why make this dog suffer? Dog's not an idiot. No, dogs are like, I'm with the couch. I want comfort. Mm-hmm. What, what am I doing with you, Krusty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, so anyway, um, these, uh, I guess they could be some, some bad people. They do a lot of drugs. They do just some crime. Um, they do heroin. They do a lot of stuff. Drug use, panhandling, unruly dogs. And it says the Krusty's general presence on street corners and in front of storefronts. Um, got people all upset. And what's amazing is usually they're hanging around all these liberal cities. Mm-hmm. They're hanging around, you know, parks and stuff in Oregon and Washington and New York and California. Oh, where, you know, where they have some liberal policies. Yep. <laughs> and now, now you got a problem. San Francisco, you got a problem. What do you do? The current status quo of the park serves no one's interest. Uh, they said they uh, no one could use it because of these people. It says in Berkeley, Berkeley was famously known as one of the country's most liberal and homeless friendly communities. That's Isn't that right. nice? Mm-hmm. The city council recently voted to implement new regulations, though. Hey, hey, we're very tolerant, very liberal. Uh, However, that's for other people. Now it's bothering us. Mm-hmm. So they, they have some new regulations, and that includes limits on sitting down and lying on sidewalks. That doesn't sound very liberal. No. A ceiling on how many dogs a person can have along a commercial strip and designations for what homeless people are allowed to sit on. <laughs> so much for your uh, your liberal, uh, everybody can do whatever we want, we'll pay for it. We'll have somebody else pay for it. Yeah. Um, the councilwoman there at Berkeley, her name is Sophie Hahn. She says, no one in this room believes homelessness is a good thing. Yet through massive failures of our society, it's our fault Hmm. that Mr. Krusty decided to live this way. Mr. Krusty doesn't want to work. He just wants to do drugs and hang out with his dog. Now it's your fault, according to Sophie. 
It's your fault. Through massive failures of society and our way of life, it's a permanent reality in California and across the United States. Yep. Wow. Anyway, it's a huge, uh, crusties are a huge problem everywhere across the country now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen videos of California where, you know, we used to hang out, you yeah. know, like Disneyland, you know, Anaheim. And yeah. it was a really nice area. And now you should see all the homeless people it with is, their tents. It and, is a dump. Oh, my goodness. It's a third world country. It looks like a third world it's country. It's unrecognizable. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I, it's all part of that uh, that agenda. Agenda 21. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. part of that plan. Yep. Unfortunately. Uh, let's see. Now, here's the deal. It says there's no easy explanation for why many of these young adults, their upper middle class and rich kids among them, take up such a lifestyle. But after speaking with crusties around the country, <laughs> this researcher found they spent time studying the trend. They said it's clear there's a consensus that despite a shared penchant for dreadlocks, hiking backpacks, and mutts, gutter punks are a diverse lot. There's hmm. a remarkable variety of kids who become gutter punk. Yeah. The uh, terms are just I incredible. Know. It's a sociologist at Texas Christian University says that he spent time traveling with them. He said many come from broken homes or throwaway kids, but there are also people from affluent backgrounds. He says it's a very varied lot of kids, different um, from different backgrounds, just like any high school across the country. And he says whatever the social economic background, there seems to be a shared experience of a rough home life. Sometimes abuse of parents, drug abuse, and unchecked mental health issues. Well, I think the last one's probably the big one. How, who in the world at that age was, I'm just going to go live on the street as a crusty with my dog and not work. Dig through trash cans and eat day-old donuts. That's, this is a life. But, you know, I mean, you look at you're in the satanic system. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You know? The other day I was asking Miss Kapow, I was like, you know, if the guy's going to, the fallen angels are going to make this phony system and this matrix and this phony, what can they, how can they have to make it so screwed up? It's just because it's a game, you know, it's fun. It's like uh, Grand Theft Auto. You don't want, I mean, why would you play Grand Theft Auto if you couldn't steal a car and shoot police, right? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing in the matrix. You know, they're laughing. They want everybody to go to hell. They want these souls. Mm. They want to mock Yahweh. Look at look at look at what you created in your image. Yeah. <laughs> a crusty. Yeah. I was seriously. It's terrible. So anyway, that's 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 what they're doing. They they um they're choosing to do this. They're choosing to do this. They like their drugs, they like to be on the street, they don't want to work, they don't want to be part of society. Um you know, that's what they do. But crusties themselves say that the situation on the streets only gotten worse in recent years because of the highly potent narcotic fentanyl. It's mixed in the batches of heroin and cocaine. It is hurting the crusties. We got to do something about the fentanyl. In the last year, this guy says, I have been uh, to more memorials and funerals for friends who have died from overdoses than all the rest of my life, said a crusty punk in his 30s. Mm-hmm. And uh, so these guys. I'm sure they, longevity is very short. In yeah. Kind of lifestyle. Oh God. Can you imagine if you get sick? You know. Oh, you get stabbed. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Anyway, it, it is quite an, it's kind of an interesting article, believe it or not. Um, it is. By Andrew O'Reilly on Fox News. O'Reilly. Yeah. O'Reilly. Oh, 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 Auto parts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, I just gave him a commercial, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, have you heard the thing, no good deed goes unpunished? Have you ever heard that? Yes, 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 yes. In fact, I've heard it from you. Yeah. I hate saying it. Yeah. I really do, mm. but a lot of times a good <laughs> you do a good deed and you just go, why mm. did I volunteer for that? Or why mm-hmm. did I do that? Mm. Well, that's exactly what happened to this woman, yeah. I believe in San Diego. Yeah. When she offered a man some Gatorade. And this man, he was a 59-year-old, and he was arrested on suspicion of stabbing a woman who offered him Gatorade in the Shelltown community, community on Saturday night. The man was rummaging through a shopping cart on Main Street, and when the victim tried to give him the drink about 8.30 p.m., um, that's when um, the suspect started spinning around. He kicked the woman in the leg and stabbed her in the right hip. When the police arrived, the suspect was still in the area and was arrested in connection with the attack. The 45-year-old victim was taken to the hospital with injuries that were not life-threatening. So she was, she was probably just like... Just be nice. Yeah, these homeless people. You know what I mean? You just got to be yeah. careful. It's hot. You know, they might need some water. Let me say, sir, would you like some Gatorade? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he just turns around and he kicks her and stabs her. Because uh, he's crazy. He's de- you know, he's got demons all in him. So, yeah, that's a shame. It is. Uh, the guy was 59, though, so he, he wasn't a uh, he wasn't a dirty kid. Mm-mm. He still wasn't crusty, but he wasn't a dirty kid. He was a dirty man. He's just insane. Yeah. Road rage, road rage. Oh, uh, sad. <clears throat> you know, from California, happens all the time. All the time. It's a California man. Rams jumps on top of a car in a road rage incident. Someone captured it on video. This guy was enraged. Who knows? Hey, every time I read stories like that, I always have to ask myself, what did the other people do? Yeah, there's to, always two To cause stories. it, yeah. Because really, you're not just driving down the road and some guy just drives up next to you and goes, ah, just rages for no reason normally. You had to do something. Normally, you know, you cut them off, the guy, and then you flipped them off, you know, said a few, you know what I mean? It's always, there's, hey, there's hardly any true victims. Let me put it to you that way. <laughs> Just little kids, old elderly people, but a lot of times there's no really victim. An enraged California man was going uh, to let another driver get away. He was not going to let a, another driver get away easily after an alleged road rage incident on Monday. His name is Jose Garcia Alvarez. I'm sure that's why they put his picture in the paper because he looks like he might be an illegal immigrant, but they don't say that he is. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that it's a nice little political thing to put in there. So uh, Jose Garcia Alvarez, 40, was arrested after he was captured on video. Here's what he did. He rammed the other person's car. Bam, bam, he rammed it. Mm-hmm. And then he got out and he jumped on the other person's car and he started stomping on the roof yeah. of the car. Oh, and he was under the influence of drugs. I find no. that hard to believe, yes. Oh, I yes. The dramatic scene unfolded between 10 and X streets in downtown Sacramento. Wow. 
So the uh, the other driver had called the police saying someone had rammed their vehicle. And this uh, one gal who witnessed the incident said she heard a loud crash outside her home. Mm. She was inside my house and I heard a car accident. And she peeked outside. She realized it wasn't an ordinary crash. She grabbed her phone, recorded 12 minutes of the incident on her cell phone. She says, I was actually really scared. It felt unreal to watch. She didn't bother to call the police. Oh, no. She just thought she would film it because maybe it'll go viral. Mm-hmm. Alvarez is seen on the video repeatedly ramming his white SUV into a blue car. At one point, he gets out, begins stomping and kicking the vehicle. When the police arrive on the scene, they wait. They wait until Alvarez falls off the blue car. I guess they're teaching that in police academy now. Yeah, well. When you get to a crime scene, you just let the crook just do whatever he's got to do. And then when he falls down, then you grab him. Mm. So they should have lit him up with a taser, but they didn't. They waited till he fell off. <laughs> they said, my thought was Sacramento, California. Right? You know what I'm saying? Mm. They're wearing shorts, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. My thought was I uh, witnessed someone's mental breakdown, essentially. The the, the person who, who uh, filmed it. And the police officers approached Alvarez. They arrested him. They took him to the hospital for evaluation. He was charged with felony assault and vandalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's really, crazy. Uh, crazy stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, California is trying to secede into three separate states. Mm. Um, they're trying to get away from the, the crazy liberals up in the northern part. Southern California has always been uh, more conservative, especially Orange County area. Right. And uh, Riverside County, where we're from, was conservative. Then, <coughs> excuse me, up in the northern section, um, some folks want to secede and call it Jefferson County. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed this, Miss Capel. We have a neighbor. We have a neighbor. When we walk our dogs, I'll show you his where he lives. Okay. On his, he has a California license plate on his truck, but he has uh, the plate frame says um, Jefferson County, California. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I'll point it out to you. So okay. he's uh, he's one of them who who don't like the socialism. Mm, he right. don't think socialism be working. Mm, that's probably why he moved here. Probably. So ho- oh, hopefully he. Uh, yeah, just enjoys it here and doesn't uh, try, try to change, change things. Yeah. Leave it alone. Leave it alone, people. Okay. Anything else, Miss Capel? No, darling. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Then ciao, ciao. Alrighty. Ciao, babies. Ciao, babies.